Terrence, you're reminding us of a youth trip we took to Atlanta, and worship was like an hour long. So we got back uh, to the hotel, you know, we do the little, I always say backlash, but it's feedback, which, um, and, um, and uh, so we got to everybody and said, well, Justice, what was your, you know, what did you get out of it? He said, what did you like most? He said, I like sitting down after standing up all that time. He was like, I, I really enjoyed that sitting down. I was like, all right, bro, we're going to let you make it. Um, but, but we're going to look at God views us different than the world. Uh, and you got to know God looks at you differently than what the world sees you. Like, um, you look... Um, I, uh, we are, so we are always winning with faith. I, I like, and at our house, Linda, the, the, what we call the visitor's restroom. And I don't know if this is on purpose of what we do to people that come visit our house, but that mirror shows everything. Like if you got a flaw you are looking for, that mirror is going to show it. And I mean, like, like you go into there, like, like it's, it's like, you know, uh, so I'm 54. Um, you know, I have no hair here, but it's growing everywhere else, especially around my ears, and that doesn't make sense to me of why I have to look like that creature from Lord of the Rings <laughs> at times, which I could not understand. I said, I, I asked Rita. Rita went with me to. Um, we with me on Monday. We went to Arizona, and you know, we just spending time. We're, you know, we're we're making we're gonna make our celebration get in where we can fit it in. Like we'll we'll make it last as long as we can. And I go, do you do you not love me at all? And like, why would you let me walk around like with this patch of growth on the side of my head? But I couldn't see it in my mirror. But I got to Linda's. It was like, hello, you know, like there was a walrus that was hanging out of my ears and. And there are times, right, like, like we think everybody else can see what we can see about ourselves. We think everybody knows our flaws. You know, I don't want to go to church. People are going to know. We don't know. We're we looking at ourselves. we like, I saw hair over here. And, and, and we know there are a lot of times people don't even want to come to church because they think everybody's going to notice what's wrong with them. We're too busy trying to get over us. Like, dude, I'm over here like... Like, that's a whole hairbrush that's hanging out. And so what I want to do is just come freely. Like, see how God sees you. See how God sees you. In fact, sometimes we don't even see ourselves as good as God sees us. Sometimes we look at like, man, I'm so messed up. And, and we kind of celebrate that. And we kind of enjoy And I'm like, well, but, but that ain't what God sees. You know what I mean? Grace is this. Grace does not. Um, uh, let me make sure. Grace doesn't allow sin. It doesn't allow us to sin. Grace, right, uh, um, prepares us for righteousness. It doesn't allow us to sin. It, and not, let me say it this way. It doesn't allow us to sin. It enables us for righteousness, right? Because a lot of people say, well, I got the grace of God and I can do whatever I want to do. No, no, you got the grace of God. He, that grace enables you to do the right thing. Because without grace, we couldn't do it, Right? So it's not for the negative, it's really for the positive. And that's why God looks at us. And I'm, I'm glad that God sees us this way. So look at this in Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 32. And we all know verse 31. We love verse 31, right? Look, watch, watch. What shall we say then? <laughs> what shall we then say to these things, right? Y'all know it, right? If 
God be for us, who can be against us? How many of y'all have ever heard that? Okay, and those of you who haven't heard it, go to church. Uh, or just look on a Bible quote somewhere, anywhere. Like, that's ever. People got that tattoo. Just look closer. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And so we have to stop right there, right? If God is for us, who can be against us? Like, if they, this is the way, let's read it this way. If people knew how much God is for you and how God saw you, they'd never be against you. That's really what the verse is saying, right? If you really knew, and that sometimes we have to know it too, because sometimes we act like we don't know God is for us. Like, we kind of pray the prayer Jesus prayed, my Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? Now, if I forsake you, you wouldn't even be anywhere near where you are, right? So when God says, if, if God is for you, who can be against you? What he's saying is, if they start seeing what I see about you and why I came into your life, they can't be against you. But sometimes we have to see it. Sometimes we have to see it too. We have to see that, that God is for us. And, and that's not always easy, right? And, and y'all can act like you are confident every day and, and I'll, be the, I'll, I'll be the goat, okay? Uh, and that can be worst person of all, or greatest of all time. Uh, you pick, right? And I just told you how to view stuff. So I'm telling you how to view me. Whatever goat you want to see is the goat that I am. It's the greatest of all time. But I promise you, God sees the best of you. Right? Right? Like, man, sometimes we just look at like, even a little kid was asking me, like, mister, do you ever get nervous? Dude, I'm nervous right now. I'm nervous because I don't know if you're saved or not. I don't know where you are. I don't know where your heart is. I don't know, I don't know what happened to you. And I, and I was, you know, we come there, I was in South Dallas in one of our tougher schools this week. And, and after I finished speaking, never, I mean, I've had this happen, but where this kid had these particular marks on him, he came up to me and I do this, the $20 bill thing. Some of you guys who've been with me know I do that and I fold it up, wrinkle it up and it's still worth $20, right? How many of you ever spent some wrinkle money? Found some in a dryer, it worked well, don't it? Right. But but what I was explaining to them is sometimes when we go through some stuff, we think we're not valuable because of what we've been through. Right. We think because we got some creases in us. We got some wrinkles in us. And I don't mean aging. Sometimes we didn't come out as straight as we wanted to. Things didn't work out as straight. So we had some wrinkles. And he came up to me at the end of it. Everybody was like, you know, they applaud. They were like, love it. He came to me. He goes, I still don't feel like I'm any good. And I'm thinking, I just spoke for an hour. I don't know what this gonna do. And then he, wrote, he pulled up his sleeves and he'd been cutting himself. He'd done it so much it looked like a tattoo. And then I went straight for it. I said, and yet you still breathe. And you see his eyes went open. He was like, what? I said, you still alive after that. Which means there's value, there's purpose to you. He go, nobody ever told me that. I said it for 45 minutes, but you can't hear, like, until you get, like, <laughs> I said, now, I'm a, you know, we, we got to go talk to people because you can't be like this. You can't come to me and tell me this, and I don't, I got to go, you know, I got to go let people know. I said, now we can be friends on it as well. I, I think about it. He had it covered up. And there are people who look good on the outside but got marks on the inside, right? And don't know how to act 
valuable, don't know how to act uh, with confidence, don't know how to act like, like, yeah, you know, I got these scars, but these scars don't have me. In fact, like Jesus said, in order for Thomas to believe, Thomas said, let me put my hand in there. Sometimes people ain't going to believe your life if it's too perfect anyway. Going to be like, you can't relate. Right? They, they're going to be like, oh, well, you don't know what it's like. They will. They'll be like that with you. And, and so sometimes we have to step back and, and, and ask ourselves. So this is, this is evident. What, what, what's amazing, right? If believers, when a believer t- attacks another believer, that is evident. They don't see themselves like God sees them because they'd see what God sees in the other person they're attacking. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if I can see that, that God is for me, who can be against me? Thing, and I see that God sees some great things about me. Why would I attack another person that God sees great things about? Right? It'll be like Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus. I'm taking y'all all through the Bible. So look, in Acts in Damascus, when Paul was walking, he struck and Paul went blind. He says, uh, why are you persecuting me? Why are you kicking against the pricks? Why are you attacking me? God was asking him that when he was attacking his people. Right? And part of that is our support. And what we need to do is, is give ourselves back to God. Back in John chapter 13, verse 35 says this, they will know you are my disciples by the love you have for who? One another. I love Jesus. I just hate the church. That's not possible. The Bible said, how can you love a God you don't see and not love the people you do see? Right? We have to give that love back. Now, that doesn't mean you let folks run up. Let me... Let short man disease come out. That don't mean you let people run over you and you're like, oh, I just love you. Slap me again. No. No, that's not what that means. That means you may have to tell some folks the hard, cold truth. That's real love, right? Real love says, yeah, no, we ain't going to do that. That's truth because the truth will set you or make you mad. Real truth may make you mad. Right? It happens. You know, when, when God starts to really deal with our heart, but, but sometimes we like to hide and we're, we're like the little boy. I wonder if we ever rolled up our sleeves and showed people some of the pain that we do to ourselves sometimes. Man, what, what, man why, why am I hurting me because of somebody else? Why am I hurting myself to make myself feel good? I got to hurt myself to make me feel good. Look, I don't know about y'all. I, look, I've never been a shot person. There was no trouble with me doing heroin. Heroin for you folks who got dictionaries. No problem with me doing steroids. I don't like needles. I don't like nobody shooting me. And when I have to go get that physical, I'm like, let's look away. Just. But I definitely ain't going to be doing it to myself. Like, I'm going around, and I've seen people, heard of people putting it in their toes, and, and you know, yeah, uh, yeah, it's right. The effort they would go to get high could be used to do great things somewhere else, right? It's just, you, you got to change it. But we, they got to, like, like, we are the witness. When I said last week, they, what does the Bible say? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste is experience. C is your perception. You cannot change your perception until you experience God's love. Right? 
I mean, taste and see, that's, that's experience, right? right? Like, we're all about to go. Remember how when we were on the fast and everything tastes good, uh, especially for those of you who uh, did, like those of us who did just water, when we came back to any form of things chewable, my first thing was, a, was, a, was some seaweed. Dry sea- I, it, I ate it like it was a steak. I put it in my mouth and just, mm. Your taste <laughs> changes, and you have a taste for God when you quit eating all the junk of what other people. I said to kids this way, you have a taste for the good things about you when you quit eating all the bad stuff about you that people serve. Right? Then you look in the mirror and go, I, I look, I'm good. I look good. I don't have to look like them. I'm not going to get that tall anyway. I don't have to be that. I don't have to be that. <laughs> <laughs> so what could be against the believer that knows the one who loves them and loves everyone they know? Think about that. What could come against you who loves God, the God that knows you? And, and let me say that again. Let me read it again because I, I say it wrong every time. What could be against a believer that knows the one who loves them, which is God, and loves everyone they know? Everyone you know God loves when you know that God loves you. Okay, that's awesome. Look, so you're trying to get them to know that Jesus loves you and Jesus loves them, but they can't know that Jesus loves them if you don't recognize how much God loves you. You can say it all day long. It's kind of like I say to kids all the time. How many of y'all said you're stupid? You're an idiot. Don't don't y'all raise your hands because y'all don't participate right. And then they want to go, let me help you with your problems. No, you just disqualified yourself when you said you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. Let me help you. So we can both be stupid? I don't think so. I'm not going to roll. You're going to be done by yourself, and we'll help you out later on, right? John 3, 16, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only. Sometimes we give leftovers. We don't give our only devotion to God. We give him what's left. We give him, you know, after work stuff. And if you drive in Austin, Texas, you really don't have a spiritual nerve in your body if you drive in traffic at the end of that. It has to regain itself. All right? You just. God stretched out. He stretched, right, from heaven to earth to to get Jesus. Now, he didn't just get us, he didn't just call us to get us out of this, out of trouble. He sent God out of heaven to get us out of hell and into heaven, right? You got to get it. Now, that doesn't mean I need to make you feel, feel bad about you so I can feel good about me. No, God says I got enough good for you to feel about good about by yourself. All right, listen on Spotify for that to make sense twice. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 through 26. Um, It says this, no one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Now, a lot of people use this to attack people with money, okay? Now, 
If you've ever been poor, have you ever thought about money? Yes. You wondered about what you were going to eat and what you were going to wear. So this ain't just about people with riches. Because poor people think about money just as much as rich people. The only time money becomes a problem when you trust it more than you do God. Same thing with people. Ain't nothing wrong with you having friends, but if you have your friend more than you have your relationship with God, that's too much. That's not a friend. That's an idol. All right? I can see y'all looking at me. Good, Terrence, we're going to help them get this part, okay? Okay, and I know you like, I'm never going back to Uncle Tory's church, but since you're here, I'm going to work you, okay? I need you to grab those two bags of trash and that globe, okay? Come on, Terrence. We, we got to get to lunch, bro. You understand that? Take... Come on. You're going to hang on. Give me this. You keep those. You're going to stand over there next to him. So you can't serve two masters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Good job. Put one in one hand. Okay, you're doing good. Okay? You don't have to hold your hands up too high. Just relax till I tell you to pick them up. I'll tell you in a minute. Have you never done this before? Okay. Now... Here's the deal. The enemy knows he can't take you away from God. He can't, right? But what he can do is divide you. And when he's got your devotion divided, I almost preached this whole thing. (laughs) I was like, you got to (laughs) pass. When you divide your devotion, right? Everybody, if you've ever gotten up, and I'm not telling you you have to do this, but you should do this because it'd be best for you, but I don't know if you have to, but you should uh, do a devotional every morning. Because we do a devotional every morning, whether we know it or not, and it, sometimes it's not godly. Sometimes we have a devotional with our, I don't want to go to work, devotion. Okay, all right. So, well, we have to, right? And I, was got, I got this from a sermon, so I'm not going to do anything to hurt you. I'm family, remember that, right? Okay. Because <laughs> you look like I'm about to do something to you, and I'm not. His world, this is his world, this is his world, this is him graduating from college, this is him going to go take care of his family, this is him having a great life, paying off his house, paying off his cars, travel, doing everyone. This is his world. And he only has two hands, and he's got trash in them. He's hanging out with people, just an illustration, okay? <laughs> but if the shoe fit. But people that he's carrying their trash, right? And he may be disrespectful, like it says, honor your mother and father, and he ain't doing that because he's carrying trash. Because Billy don't do that. It's not a real person. Okay. So in order, when his world comes toward him, Terrence, what are you going to do when your world comes toward you? You can hold the bags out wide now. Wide. There you go. Your world got to come to you, okay? All right? You're going to have to do something to catch your world. You ready? Okay. I'm, I'm going to throw it at you so this doesn't shock us, okay? You ready? Okay. There you go. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. You hear your dad? Your dad just jumped all over it, right? You, man, talk about preaching. I'm glad you got my son up there. Uh, wait till we going home. Pump the gas. It's every time. Every time you do something wrong, they're going to get you every time. 
But y'all listen, y'all watch, y'all saw that, right? You have to drop the trash if you're going to catch what God has for you. Could have thrown him anything. If I throw him a Bible, he has to drop the trash to catch it. You cannot carry trash and honor truth. You can't do it. You can't serve two masters. You're going to hate one. Think about times of hating the Bible because of what it says. Because you carry in trash. No, they hurt me. Forgive them. These people sidestep the Bible and let it fall. We're not carrying that. Okay. All right. Grab that stuff. Go back down there. Go. Go hurry up. Let her. So, so listen, when it's, sometimes when our devotion is divided, we start to worry. Now, the good indication that your devotion is divided is that you're worrying. How's things going to happen for? How's it going to work out? God, how are you going to come through me? What's the next thing? How's this ever going to change? If drop it. Hey, y'all know what? I got this from a sermon last week. I've been doing it in schools. And I got smaller globes that they carry. The worlds of your friends is small compared to what you got in place for yourself. Quit trying to entertain them in class. Quit trying to make them laugh because you're dropping your own world for that. That, listen, I should open with that because the speeches could only have to go 11 minutes. But I wait to the end and I do it at the end. Just think about it. And I, want you to, I don't want you to do this out loud. Some worlds you have to drop because you haven't caught your own. Okay? Now, that's not your kids. Raise your kids. That's yours. Don't. <laughs> I'm dropping these off at your house, Pastor, because my world needs to go on, right? Right? <laughs> right? Right? Watch out. Got to catch it early. Got to catch it early. What you doing? Why are you putting your car seat in my car? Because. Remember them bags up there? Here they is. And I'm going to lunch. <laughs> And eat, finally eat with some peace and quiet. Look at this, Exodus chapter 3, verse 19 through 20. I do want to say that, but if God ever gives you something, you see in the scriptures that when you're speaking or your job, he's telling you to use it there the proper way. The proper way. Now, just as much as the kid came up to me with his scars, I also had other kids come up to me and go, I now know what friends I need to start dropping. They've been telling me to be rude to my mom, been telling me to not be respectful because they don't be, uh-uh, I'm dropping trash, right? If we get up there after, I'll be like, that's trash. That's trash. You can see the principal came on, y'all, right? No, we're talking about trash. And I know, I know I got issues. Look, I, I know something's wrong because I'm not designed to fit into the world. I'm designed to fit into Christ, Right? And he didn't call me for the world. Now listen, Exodus chapter 3, verse 19 through 20. He says, but I know that the king of Egypt will not allow you to go unless a mighty hand compels him. He says, I, so I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders I will perform among them. And after that, he will release you. Now, this is God talking to Moses. They're Moses, children of Israel, they've been captive. They've been slaved for 400 years. And he says, the only way he's going to let you go is my hand has to compel you. He didn't say you can go make him let you go. That means that Moses has to trust God. God's hand is bigger than ours. Whatever has got a hold of you or anyone in your family, it doesn't matter how long, how long, many of the generations. We have a generation of alcoholics in our family. We've had 16 people from my side of the family that has died from cirrhosis of the liver. 
God's hand is on me, compel me. Now, and even case in point, I was headed down the same road. For those of you, I know y'all don't drink. But I was drinking Everclear straight. So y'all know what that is, right? That, that take paint off stuff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let me get the paint off. I was drinking it straight. And God said, the man you, hey, at the time, which was my biological father, you are actually killing yourself on behalf of that. God's hand compelled against that. And it came on me. And I'm standing here today. Okay. Now, listen, I didn't drink it just one time. Every day. Thank y'all for shaking your head. I'm hopefully in humility and not in judgment. Because some of y'all are like, maybe that's why you act the way you do. Maybe, but I'm still here to act. You know that? Right? Because we buried some. A lot of 16. 16, which my twin and I go like, y'all didn't, didn't y'all remember at the last funeral? That's what he died from? How y'all think y'all getting out of that? Like, what, what's happening? And people, when they're mourning, don't like that kind of talk. So, no matter how long, say, God, I need your hand to compel against it. How many of y'all believe you can get even? Don't raise your hand. How many of you believe you can get even with people better than God? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for not raising your hand because I told you to. Some of y'all raise your hand at the wrong time. No, Bible says vengeance is mine because you can only get even. It is God that gets you over it. Right? All I can do is get even. If I go, God go after whoever hurt me, it's the only thing I can do is get even. And we can even try to justify people that are getting even. For the, for the right, you know, we feel like if it's, it's, if it's a, something that's strong enough. I used to grow up with this mentality, it's time to die. If I see you hitting my family member, it's time for me to die. I used to think that, and I still, I'm not completely out of the woods. Let me tell you now, you, you slap my wife, it's, it's time for me to die. I go to prison. Like, like I mean, because, I mean, you know what I mean? Like... We have some justifiable areas that we justify behaviors and, and very violent behaviors. And I did. I would be like, okay, well, this time. It's time. And, and God says, I didn't call you to be Jesus. I didn't call you to play God. I didn't call you to play sacrifice. I said, well, you need to help me with my anger. Right? Do I look like an angry person to y'all? Yeah, some people say, yeah. It's because you were around me yesterday while I was tired, little girl. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I mean, God has to work on you daily, right? That means if you just open your Bible on Sunday, you're serving somebody else six other days. Truth will make you free. Yeah, yeah we don't make you mad. Sometimes you have to change. Sometimes you have to change. All right, Isaiah 54, 17. Okay, another great popular verse that we like to quote and, and not function. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. How many of y'all heard that verse before? Okay, if you haven't, go to church, get online, read a Bible, look at a tattoo. 
So usually we stop right there, right? Then it says, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Have y'all ever been judged before? This is saying those tongues will be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. A movie that I absolutely hated growing up when I had to watch it, they made me watch it, was The Color Purple. I hated the way the women were treated in that movie. It was hard for me to watch. It made me bitter. But when she stood up at that table, whoops, saying, when dude was about trying to go hit her, he said, she goes, even your thoughts going to fail you. I was like, ah! and I rewind it because that's powerful. Like you can't even think crazy. Like you will die. I was like, I'm, come on, man. You have to do that because sometimes like sometimes, sometimes we just let people get away with something. Uh-uh, you can't even think that about me. I, I haven't been released. I'm just going to share this with y'all. I can't say this out in public. I can't say this to lost people, but I want to tell them sometimes you're going to go to hell just thinking crazy about me. That ain't what God says. He didn't tell me to send people to hell, right? But you need to know as well as believers, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Anytime tongue come up against you, it, it will be condemned by God. So quit reacting to something that has no active ability against you, right? Wouldn't it be crazy me to be out there fighting my shadow? Just because it's reacting to the light, shining a different way? Okay, I'm trying to give it all without sweating in this suit. That's all I'm trying to do. It's, 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 there's so much protection. This is, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and the righteousness of me. And so quit walking around worried about what people think about you and say about you. It can't prosper. We're made from the dust of the earth, right? If we're made from the dust of the earth, the very ground that where, they have to, where they have to put the weapons together has to come from where you were made from. They can't put nothing together that can take you down. We cannot get so focused on what people think about us that we forget what God know about us. Right? It's, it's God knows me, right? And, I, and, I, and again, it... it I mean, if you talk to my family members, you know, if you ever meet all of them, just take whatever they say with a grain of salt. Don't believe all of it. Okay? Because they said I was confident to arrogant to prideful. I'm the baby of the family. What else is there left for me to do? You had me last because you had to. The other joke is the only reason why they're here because you had me last. They owe me. You got to have some belief that God loves you that much. Right? I'm not telling you to go around saying you're the best thing in the world. That's my job. But what you can do, you can say you're in second place. I mean, just all day. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let us, let us, God said, and God said, Everybody say, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the, over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth creeps God to go down too. God made you better than creeps. God makes you better. And, and listen, like, like we're, we're talking about, my twin and I, we always talk about healthy relationships, healthy relationships. You ain't going to be able to call me names and say we're friends. Uh-uh. 
No, that ain't how it works. Bye. Bye. Bye, you got to go. You're going to sit here and cuss me out and tell me we, we cool? We good? Uh-uh. And I always pan for lunch? I wish some trash bags was up here. Just drop that. God is our design. He created us, right? He's our designer. He's our, he's our designer. And so, and, and, and so well, that's our design. And reality for all that is living, without the design or designer, we're going to get what we deserve. Without grace, without mercy, without Christ, if I get what I deserve, that's hell, right? Everybody understand that? Without the designer, which means I deny God created me, I'm going to be without design and get what I deserve. God, it ain't fair. You want to know what ain't fair? Jesus having to die for all of our sins. But he didn't do fair. He did justification. He did righteousness. Fair is a place where a pig gets a blue ribbon. It has got nothing to do with us. I don't want fair. I don't want fair. I want God's amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Depending on where you are, a wretch like me. Whatever it is, he saved it. So we are to love God with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our might. Amen? Now, y'all saw Terrence drop trash bags. I'm going to need you to drop trashy thoughts. You got to drop it. Yeah, tell Candace again. Drop it. Drop it. Y'all told y'all I can hear. I don't know why y'all wanted to. You should have told her. I heard her say drop it, Candace. I just said, I just said what I heard. I heard what I heard. I heard what I heard. I heard. I heard. I, you should have told her I got the ears with the hair clean out of them. I can hear all kinds of stuff. Like that. Like the, the whole fro is gone. But you got to. Because we need you to help believe in God. But you got to drop. You can't carry stuff. Life is not heavy. Sometimes we carry in too much. All right? It's not too heavy. Not too, how you take care of them two kids? They mine. That's how I do it. There's all those people run up to me in the airport. I don't know how you can work with kids. I don't know how people can work with you. You do you, I do me. I know. I got issues. And I'm okay with that. All right? And people who won't recognize they got issues, they lie too much. All right? Bow your heads.